Good evening and welcome to the Three Valleys Radio Cheltenham Festival Preview. With Colin Brown and Dave Wilson. Comprehensive look at all the races and all the runners at the 2023 Cheltenham Festival. Well, good evening and welcome to the Cheltenham 2023 Festival here on Three Valleys Radio. Uh, we've got our experts together and uh, they have come up with their selections. And just to make life a little bit more interesting, I'm going to give you my selections. So that should uh, bring things down to a level, I expect, don't you think? But anyway, we're going to start with Dave Wilson from Harlequin Racing with his selections for Cheltenham on first day, Tuesday. Well, good afternoon, Dave. Um, your selections, please, for day one of Cheltenham 2023. Yes, mate. Uh, looking forward to it. So, uh, obviously, the opening race of the festival is the Supreme Novice Hurdle. And that kick off at 1.30 on Tuesday. And the horse I like the chances of in here, funnily enough, is an Irish horse. And it's called Diverge. Uh, one of uh, Woody Mullins' horses and his son Patrick's going to be riding it and it's the son of Frankel and it came over from France and it was literally in Woody Mullins' stable about 10 days before he run it and it finished down the field at Leopardstown and then a month later it come out and it's, well, it's clocked an absolutely very fast time on the stopwatch, and it won by 23 lengths in a maiden at Punchestown. <coughs> so it's priced up at 16 to 1 at the moment, and it heads the speed ratings in my book on the race. So it's going to be uh, my selection. So the Supreme Novice Herd will diverge at 16 to 1 for an each way bet. Okay. Moving down to the second race on the card, and it's the Arkle Chase which is going to be kicking off at about ten past two. And this is billed up as a clash between John Bon and El Fabiolo. Nicky Henderson's John Bon and Woody Mullins again with El Fabiolo. And I'm siding up again with uh, Woody Mullins' horse here. So two races, two Irish selections and uh, two Woody Mullins' horses. Now, last time out, he absolutely bolted up at the Dublin Racing Festival. He won by ten lengths from Banbridge, who had been in very good form at the time so uh, it's one of them and John Bond didn't really impress me last time out when he when he got overtaken and looked like he was going to get absolutely beat but his class come through and he won the race so uh, El Fabiolo priced up at around about 7-4 to four is my selection for the Arkle Chase Thank you. Moving down to the first of the big handicaps the 250 race the Ultima and I'm going with a bit of a, a near-local horse, shall we say, uh, coming from Minehead. And it's one of the Brocade Racing horses, and it's called Remastered. And I was talking to Garth, uh, one of the Brocade Racing team at Exeter the other day, and he quite fancies he's got a big chance to win this. 
uh, trained by David Pipe and going to be ridden by David Noonan. He's got some very good form in chases. He he, he won a big race at Kempton on uh, the day after Boxing Day. He won by about five lengths, uh, beat Tile Sapper. Um, previous to that, he was second in the big race at Newbury, uh, got beat half a length by Lemilos of Dan Skelton's. So I think he's going to be a very big player, priced up at, again at around about 16 to 1. So he's going to be my selection in the ultimate of the 250. Okay, fine. Moving down to the 330, I don't think anyone can look past the, the favourite there, Constitution Hill. He looks different class and. Uh, I think we can just go, we're back in Constitution Hill in that race and move along to the the, the next race, which is going to be the 410, which is the Mare's Hurdle, which has got some very interesting uh, runners in it. Marie's Rocks in uh, the Mare's Hurdle, Honeysuckle's in there, Epitont's in there, and Brandy Love. And the local horse to us, uh, down at Harry Fry's, just outside of Housestock, uh, Love Envoy. She's in the race as well. And every one of them five have got a very good chance of winning it, but... I'm going to have a little each-way bet on Brandy Love and see how she goes. I think she she absolutely destroyed all of them out in Punchestown last year. Depending if she handles the soft-going Cheltenham, uh, we shall see how she gets on. But I've got a feeling that it's going to be another Willie Mullins, uh, Paul Townsend uh, pairing that win the race, and uh, Brandy Love's going to be my selection there. Moving down to the 450, the penultimate race of the day on uh, day one at Cheltenham. And I really like the chances of Gary Moore's horse, Perseus Way. He got hampered badly at Kempton last time out, about three flights from home. A horse fell in front of him and hampered him. And he made, he, he looked like he was a winner coming to the last, and he made a hash of a, the last jump, and he got beat by uh, Joseph O'Brien's horse Nusret and if Nusret was in the race I think Nusret would be quite a short price favourite and Perseus Way I think could possibly have beaten it last time out if either of the incidents hadn't happened so Jamie Moore taking the ride for his dad there I'm going to be siding up with Perseus Way at about 12 to 1 for an each way bet there Okay, fine Last race on day one, the National Hunt Amateur Jockeys uh, Chase. Uh, again, I'm going with the Irish boys. Again, it's Patrick Mullins, and again, it's trained by Willie Mullins, and it's Galliard du Mensil. He looks head and shoulders above the opposition in the race, and when it comes to amateur jockeys, Patrick Mullins is an amateur jockey, but in all rights, he'd be one of the top professionals if he'd turned professional at any time. So it's uh, one of them. He, he's an amateur, but an amateur in disguise. Not saying that the rest of the jockeys in the race are anything less than that, with Jamie Codd and Derek O'Connor and people like that riding in the race. But I just got a feeling that Galliard du Mensnil is going to be head and shoulders above him in that race there. So he's my selection in the last race of the day on day one. Lovely job. Thank you, David. That's excellent. And we'll catch up with you tomorrow to get uh, the next day's racing. No problem, mate. Good luck, everyone. Well, that was Dave Wilson's selections. And now let's catch up with the cheeky chappy, Colin Brown. Well, good evening, Colin. Cheltenham is just around the corner. And hopefully you've got all the winners. And, you know, just fantastic racing. It really is. High-class racing all the week. I think the ground is not going to be too bad there unless the heavens open. I think it's going to be on the soft side of good. Um, and just brilliant, you know, big fields for most of the big grade one novices as well as the handicaps. And then 
probably the uh, champion hurdles a little bit down, uh, disappointing. Really, seven runners. I suppose they're all, you know, absolutely petrified of Constitution Hill. But it is brilliant racing, I must say, and um, oh, it's just, just, just absolutely fantastic. So we'll crack away with the one thirty on Tuesday at the Skybet Supreme Novices Hurdle. The favourites: Fasal Vega, Willie Mullins has got three runners. Um, Pastel Vega was beaten by a horse called Ilite Tom last time out. And do you know what? I don't see why he should um, turn the form around. Ilite Tom, they said, went off too fast, but the others weren't pushing in behind. The horse that could run a massive race is two at a big price for the listeners um, is a horse called High Definition, who was a class horse on the flat for John Joe, uh, for um, Je- uh, Joseph O'Brien. Um, he was very good. And the other horse is a horse called Tamuras, who's done nothing wrong for the stable of Paul Nichols. And that runs in the Noel Feely Racing Syndicate um, colours. He's won his last two or three races, four races, in fact. Um, but I think Il Tatum, number eight, will win the first on the card. Okay. On to the Arkle. On to the Arkle. I have gone for. That's in the 210 at Cheltenham. Um, I love John Bond. I think he's just a very, very good horse. He's won. Um, John Bond has won nine with ten races. Um, when was he beaten? He was sick in the Constitution. He'll beat 22 lengths in the Supreme last year. Not bad form, man. He's been brilliant over fences. His form has been exceptional. He's jumped well. And some of you might say, well, they shook him up a bit at Warwick to win last time. But, you know, some horses, you can go winning on horses easy as you like a lot of times. Be cheeky one thing or another. But what they've got to be, same as any, you know, whether it's an athlete or a dog or a horse or whatever, they've got to be fit. So sometimes you've got to bite the bullet and get to the bottom of their lungs. And that's what they did with him at Warwick. He got taken on by the Nichols horse. And um, Coleman had to say, come on, let's really chase. And he got after him and made him just wake up a little bit and um, did him good. I think that was only, give, you know, that would only improve him rather than, um, you know, take an edge off him. So I think John Bond wins the Arkle. OK, John Bond for you then. John Bond for me. Uh, the ultimate chase at 250. I mean, this is a bit of a pin job, really. Crikey, there's so many horses in it with, you know, big chances, I suppose. Mm. And I know Joe Tizard, I was talking to him, I was with him on Saturday. Oscar Elite, he's got in the race, he's got a bit of a chance. Won at Ascot last time out. Um, horses in the race like Mumbai Genius of John Joe O'Neill's not without a chance. So, winner at Chepstow uh, twice in Newcastle. Um, Nassalam from the Gary Moore yard, uh, big chances as well. So, I don't know, it's in last year's winner, of course, Cork Rambler, um, and done a lot wrong this year, and he's not too much higher in the weights than when he last, well, he is, I suppose, a bit. <laughs> he was, no, what was he, one second, I'll tell, I'll tell you exactly. Yeah, he won off of, um, he didn't have a, yeah, I don't know. He is a few pounds higher, anyhow, so I don't know. But I'll tell you what I'm going to go for. I'm going to go for John Joe O'Neill's horse, Mombeg Genius. Um, he's only improved, and um, I think he could easily have a big chance of taking the Ultima. John Joe's taken this race uh, before. 
Everybody's going to Cheltenham and watch Constitution Hill, aren't they? Yeah, absolutely. He's the draw, without doubt. He is. He is the draw. Yeah. Um, in the two, in the four ten, um, this is a great race. You know, they've brought in these mayors races, and they're getting better and better. It yeah. was a David Nicholson's mayors race, close brothers, novice hurdle. Now they call it, or not novice hurdle, like a mayors hurdle. Um, you've got Brandy Love that. Won at Punchestown last year. You've got Epitome. She's won a champion hurdle. Of, you know, you've got horse like Honeysuckle, who won two champion hurdles. Love Envoy, who has had a run for a good while since Sandown Park at Christmas. But hopefully Harry Fry's got them right. And Maria's Rock, who never seems to get beat. You know, I mean, it's a right, it's a cracking race. It really is a fantastic race. Um, what wins it? I am going to go for, whew, I was going to go for Love Envoy nine to one. Uh, I think that's each way better in the race, but um, Maria's Rock, De Boinville's on that. And, you know, that's a massive improvement, this one, owned by Midland Park Racing. But it's so hard. I'll go Maria's Rock to beat Love Envoy, and we'll try and get Epitaph and Honeysuckle beaten. But if you're fans of Epitant and Honeysuckle have done so well over the last you know, few years you have to say that, well I won't put you off them Right, we've got a big old field for the Bills Juvenile Hurdle, registered as the Fred Winter Hurdle named after the great Fred Winter who trained many, many winners at Cheltenham uh, all the top races he's won there um, God, what wins it? This is a game a really, really tough old race. Um, I think um, Gary Moore's horse, it's called Perseus Way, could run a big race. It won at Huntingdon, it won, it was third to come from the zone at Cheltenham. Um, it was second to Nusseray last time out at Kempton. And I'd say it's got a good each way chance around about, what is it? 12 to 1, that's in the 450. I think a lot of these races are, are, are each way opportunities, really, don't you? Because there's some, you know, you've got one or two at the top of the field which are very short, and then, you know, some of them are, you know, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10 to 1, and yeah, you know, got a good chance too. Yeah, definitely. And the thing is about them, it's, um, you, you know, some of the bookmakers sort of go each way. You know, first five or six. All right, reduces the odds a bit. But if you're back in a 33 to one shot and finishing the first six, and you're getting 20 to one, um, you know, I think that's yeah. fine. Yeah, so, I do. Yeah, I, I, I agree. No, I agree. Um, I think Mullins will win the um, last race. It's the World Child National Hunt Challenge 
for amateur prizes and novice chase grade two. It's called Gallia de Mesnil. That should win the 5.30 on the first day. And that is your lot. Let's hope we get a few winners. Thank you very much, Colin. Thank you very much indeed. And uh, you, of course, will be up there, so you'll be enjoying yourself and all the hospitality, no doubt. Of course. It was quite hard work in hospitality because you have oh, to go yeah. there give a few tips. Oh, but it's absolutely terrible. You must be exhausted by the end of the day, aren't you? Exhausting work it is, yeah. yeah, it, really yeah. Is. But uh, it is harder work than everybody thinks. Yeah, well, watch out for Alan Brazil. I'm sure he'll buy you a drink. Yeah, no, he's in the coral box from 7.30 with two guests. Um, so I normally get there quite early, so I shall see Alan probably about, I don't know, 10 o'clock or so. Yeah. He'll have a little... Uh, bottle of cider in front of me by that time I see this <laughs> second one <laughs> thank you Colin we'll speak to you tomorrow nope. well that was Colin Brown of course now we're going to hear my selections for day one of the Cheltenham Festival 2023 so first race is the Skybet Supreme Novices Hurdle and I fancy Tak Muras which is Paul Nichols' entry with Harry Cobden on board been running really well lately. Harry's had a double on Saturday, really riding at the top of his form. Uh, it's had three wins on the trot already. I really think it's got a good chance. So that's my selection for the first race. Now, race two, the 14.10, is the Sporting Life Arkle Chase. And this is definitely an Irish almost takeover. There's, there's about six Irish runners in this race. Uh, what am I going to back? Well, I don't know, really. It's a tricky one. But I think on reflection, although we had a funny sort of a race last time around, I think John Bond's the one to go for and let's stick up for the English. Nicky Henderson Horse has had three wins on the trot. A little bit of peculiar sort of running last time out, but I think he'll uh, I think he'll be just about good enough because we don't really know much about the Irish ones, do we? Anyway, there we go. That's my choice, and that's the one, John Bomb. Now, the 250, which is the... Ultima Handicap Chase. Now there are two runners here that I kind of fancy but I'm letting my heart roll my head a little bit because they're both local ones and one is Oscar Elite for Joe Tizard again with Harry Cobden on board and further down the list we find Remastered from David Pipes Yard. So which one? And of course there's the big breakaway which is also from Joe Tizard's yard. Well I'm going to go with Oscar Elite I think. Uh, I know Joe thinks it's got a very good chance and uh, as much a good chance as anything is going to have at Cheltenham, so let's stick with that one. Oscar Elite in the 2.50. Moving on to the 3.30, the champion hurdle. Well, you can't really go against Constitution Hill, can you? It's had two wins on the trot this season, three on the trot last season. It looks like it's just got to turn up to win, to be honest. So I've got to go with Constitution Hill there. Um... But no doubt all the Irish people will be going for state man. So time will tell who's right. Now the 4.10, which is the Mayor's Hurdle. And um, again, I'm going to let my heart rule my head here because I want to see Honeysuckle win this. And uh, I think she, sh she could go out on a, a really emotional tide of uh, good wishes. So I think Honeysuckle with Rachel Blackwell on board, got to have a chance. So to beat Epitant, I think. Next up, it's the 10 to 5, which is the Boodles Juvenile Handicap Hurdle. What do I fancy here? Well, I'm going to go for a newcomer here. Harry Durham's got a horse called Shared um, with Paul O'Brien on board. 
I'm going to say let's back shared each way there. It's 25 to 1 shot at the moment. Um, Harry's very, very good at what he does, and uh, I wish him all the best with this horse. And uh, what a thrill it would be if he could get his first Cheltenham runner to be his first Cheltenham winner. And finally, we get to the 5.30, which is the National Hunt Chase. Well, considering everybody thinks this is a nailed-on one, the price of even money is not a bad price. But I'm going to go with the Irish here, Galliard Dumensil, uh, which is uh, Patrick Mullins on board for Willie Mullins. So, there you go. That's day one all wrapped up. Two experts, one amateur. We'll see who comes out best. In the meantime, don't forget to join us tomorrow. Same time, same station, and enjoy Cheltenham. It only comes around once a year, and it's worth watching. You've been listening to the Three Valleys radio coverage of the 2023 Cheltenham Festival. With Colin Brown and Dave Wilson. Comprehensive coverage of all the runners and riders every evening at 7 o'clock here on Three Valleys Radio.